Hey guys, it's Heather Chadwell. Hey everybody, it's Lacey Skulls. You are watching episode four of Talk of Love. Woo woo, moving Yay. right along. Yeah. We're on episode four now. I just got to say thank you guys again. I know we said thank you last time, but can't thank you enough because you guys have been amazing and fantastic and... Um, I mean, you know, incredible. Yeah. The feedback and uh, your support thus far has been so awesome. Very awesome. And we're very, very, very appreciative of you guys. And we yes. love all the, uh, the fan questions. So definitely please keep them coming. And yes. um, we yeah. love your comments, your questions, your support, <laughs> your love. It's yes. great. Yay. Thank you guys. We love you too. Wait. So Wait, um, there we go. We have so much <laughs> to talk about. In fact, we actually were going to talk about a lot more last episode that we didn't even get to. So um, I say we actually dive right into uh, fan, fan questions. questions. Yeah. Sounds so good. So in a sense, you guys are kind of the producers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, like you're making our jobs easy. Like we don't even have to do anything. We just go online and we read what you want us to talk about and we talk about it. Well, speak for yourself. I just drove six hours. She just drove <laughs> from Los Angeles to uh, Las Vegas. And gridlock yeah. for a while. So and here she is. Here I am. I know. It's very impressive. All right. Ooh, I just ooh, drove ooh. like 10 minutes from my house. Um, <laughs> exactly. It was a tough 10 minutes. It was. I had to go like this and then I had to go like that. <laughs> oh, I'm tired. <laughs> anyway, I'm an asshole. Hi, I'm Lacey Skulls and I'm an asshole. Oh, isn't that says your middle name? You supposed Lacey, to have a new middle name. Isn't Lacey that Asshole it? Skulls. <laughs> LAS. That's my name. Don't wear it out. Don't wear it out. All right. Oh, oh so yeah. we have of the week. Oh, wait, comment question. of the week. Yeah. Question or comment of We're the gonna week? We're going to start with comment of the week. Okay. Yeah. So my bad. So I'm going to skip it. that. So some of you guys, most of you guys post really amazing comments. And every week we've decided that we are going to pick a winner for the comment of a week, of the week, or a week. Um, a week. Our brains aren't working this week. So no, today you know, we are, you're going to bear with us today. It's mush brain today. It is mush brain today. Yeah, mush, bra mush brain today. Yes, city. bear with us. Yeah. So, Okay. <laughs> Um, so the winner of the week is um, Brian Melnick. He okay. actually said something really nice. This isn't so much a, a funny comment or a smart-ass comment, but actually just like a really nice comment. Okay. That I really I appreciate. Like nice. It's a very nice comment. Yeah. So, okay. So Brian Melnick says on YouTube, he comments, Ladies, the podcast is simply fantastic so far and was such a brilliant idea in the first place. The chemistry between you two is so organic and natural there's nothing that seems forced or awkward. Your face is kind of awkward, but that's about it. I know. Um, <laughs> I feel like that today. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, there's nothing that seems forced or awkward at any point, uh, like with so many other podcasts out there. I was able to watch every minute of this nearly hour-long segment, and at its conclusion, felt like I'd only been watching for 10 minutes. You kept my interest level at 100% throughout. Thank you for giving me something to look forward to on Mondays now. Oh, that is so sweet. Yeah. That is nice. That's great feedback too, that really he's good not feedback. bored, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Because well, that's tough to keep somebody's attention for, it's tough to keep my attention for like more than three minutes, let alone an hour. <laughs> I can barely make it through like one commercial and what? I'm already like completely checked uh -uh. out. Like what? Yeah. No. My husband, like sometimes we'll be watching TV or a movie or something. Yeah. And um and then something will happen and I'll and I'll like check out not on purpose obviously right and I'll just start thinking about something else and then I'll come back to you I'm like wait what did that guy say and what? right and he's like you were literally staring at the TV screen and I'm like yeah I and do he's the like same nothing thing. nothing registered huh and I'm Listen, like nothing if, registered if it doesn't <laughs> if it's not action immediately like yeah. I can't 
You know what I mean? Like, well, I, you like documentaries. You said once, right? I do. I like I true do stories and stuff. But I mean, like a lot, like a movie or something. Like we're used to reality TV where it's like just action immediately. Quick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's not like true story um, or document. You know, documentary. Yeah, um, I'm like the same. I know. Zoning out. Like, I love documentaries too. You know, it's really funny. Yeah. When I was in um, elementary school. My nickname, given to me by a teacher, was um, was Spacey Lacey. What? Because I would always space out and like look out the window. And I actually, oh, okay. I was a good student. I actually made straight A's and yeah. stuff like that. But I was, I was, um, I'm able to pay attention when I read, but not so much if I'm listening to like a one sided conversation. Right. So you know, the teacher is lecturing, and I'm looking out the window. And you know how teachers would like ask the question first and then say your name. And then and instead of like saying your name and then asking the question, yes. they do the reverse to see who's paying attention. Yeah. It was never me. And so she started calling <laughs> me. And she'd like call my name. I'm like, huh, what? <laughs> and so she she named she named me um, Spacey Lacey. So, oh, um, okay. So that's another nickname. I know. Thank you, Mrs. Hour. So yeah, very nice. 43 years old, still traumatized by it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, okay, so... Um, so yes, I'm glad we can keep you guys' attention. Hopefully you stayed attention during all that banter. Right. <laughs> okay, so there is a runner-up and okay. uh, as far as comment of the week. Um, that is Maggie Scott. Maggie Scott says, me, 2006, I fucking hate Lacey. Me, 2020, Lacey is so chill and smart. She seems so kind. Live and learn. Aha, Maggie Scott, I manipulated you. Yes. I'm actually- She um, got you. I got you. No, I'm, I say um, chill and smart. I mean, chill most of the time. Yeah. Smart. I'd say I'm smart. Yeah, for sure. Kind most of the time. Mm -hmm. Not always. Yeah. But um, definitely have a mean streak sometimes, but I try to use it sparingly. Right. So, and I try not to use it towards my loved ones. That's yes. number one. Yes. But I thought that was a really great comment. So anyway, um, now we're going to get into fan questions. Um, Heather, the first one is for you. Okay. Um, Blami Blue, Blamey Blue. Blami Blamey Blue. Um, okay, Heather. How did you feel? This is a rock of love question. Okay. How did you feel when Jess came out at the reunion and said that you should have been the chosen one by Brett? Also, um, actually, well, let's answer that first and then we'll get into that. The next question. Okay. Um, so I thought that was really cool of Jess to do that. Um, we can rewind a little bit and we go back to um, when we both went to Cabo. You know, her and I, we weren't really friends because you and I, we had the A-team and she was, you know, with the other girls. So at the end, uh, the finale, it was just her and I. So we get to Cabo. Did you guys get to, because I obviously wasn't there. Yeah. Did you guys get to hang out? Like, did you feel like you kind of got to know her? Yes. Uh, in that's Cabo? the thing. So they had us rooming together. So when we got there, we had a room together. Brett had a, a suite like across the pool. But our room had like a hot tub outside of it. Mm. So we got there and we like had on uh, cowboy hats and we had a bottle of champagne in the hot tub mm. and we were just getting lit up by ourselves. And like, he's looking out the window like, wait, what, what are they doing? Like, they're not supposed to be friends. Right. So then we, but we made friends that day. And the next morning we like snuck out. We, you know, we um, swam through the pool up to the swim up bar and got Bloody Marys. Nice. And he's looking out the window. He's like, wait a minute. These two, like, they're not supposed to be friends. So then they split us up. Like, we ended up, oh, we wow. were in the room for probably another day. Well, what did they think um, was going to happen if they put you guys in the same room? I mean, well, they probably wanted us to fight, which we did out. fight a little bit. But um, I really did amp it up for TV um, because when I got there, I did like her. So we would, like, fight, and then I would kind of snicker a little bit. But I really, I liked the girl. She was cool as shit. 
um, really easy to get along with. So they split us up and they put us in two different rooms. And um, and then when we came back, um, after uh, she had won, um, I actually felt bad because I had said some shit to her in Cabo. So I wrote her a note. What did you say to her? Oh, I just... <laughs> <laughs> Some more embarrassing shit. Did you tell her father that his daughter, his daughter is a slut? Well, um, <laughs> I'm just teasing you. Um, I love it. It's worse than that. Actually. I liked a bunch of balls. I feel like it, it was, was worse than that. I feel like it was worse oh, than that. Oh God! It do, was. Do I, tell. I feel like it was worse than that because <laughs> I'm um, sure whatever it is, I've said worse things. So <laughs> well, I just said something like because her date was after my date, and we had <gasps> messed around. <laughs> I think I remember this. Was this like a sloppy seconds comment? Right. <laughs> I said, so when, you, when you're kissing him, remember where his mouth spent last yes! night? Yes. Oh my God. So, I forgot about that. Right. Just so you guys know, I haven't watched Rock of Love in years. And so I've, a lot of this I've kind of forgotten. It's, yeah. I, I should be watching, now that I'm doing the podcast, I'm kind of relying on my own memory, which... I'm finding out it's not really that good anymore. No, I should go back to watch it. Watch I gotta, it. I've been watching it. I watch it all the time just because. I, yeah. Well, they're fun. They Actually, my fun. husband exactly. and I watched Charm School because he had never seen Charm School. So we oh, did watch okay. that one. But I do remember that now. Yeah. That was fucking hilarious. And not only did they, did I say that, but then they made like little like faces around it. Like they did. I they were, it was now. extra. Like when, when you kiss him, remember you'll be boom, Yes. You know, it was, it like, was like an echoing. Right. <laughs> so it was like extra, of yeah. course. So um, <laughs> I felt bad about that, of course. And so I, um, I wrote her you a note. You weren't lying, though. <laughs> I wasn't. It wasn't but a it lie. Was pretty gross. And then I think I said, sloppy seconds, bitch. And I slammed the door. Oh, that's amazing. That's a great that's way amazing. to start her day yeah. off. Yeah, I know. <laughs> when you're kissing him, think about it. Right, where his mouth was at yeah. last night. So, so she sort of was like, threw him. I'm not even going to say it. That's really yeah. dirty. So um, <laughs> the... When we get back to LA and I lose, um, I wrote her a note because I did like her and I did want to just clear the air. I wanted to congratulate her and I wanted to apologize that for was being nice. raunch. You were <laughs> being raunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, can I interrupt you for one second? Yes. Um, I do. I don't think I've ever really said this before. Um, I want to say my true feelings about Jess, um, even though I definitely gave her a really hard time only because... She didn't like me. And so it sort of gave me an excuse to do all my like little antics and yeah. stuff. But for real, all that aside, especially having watched her back on Rock of Love, I actually um, I actually thought she was really smart. Smart, she pretty. Seems, she seems like a nice person. Nice, She's very Midwest. articulate. Yeah. She seems relatively level-headed. Yeah. And I have to say, um, I appreciated how much she stood up for herself and how honest she was yeah. at the uh, reunion totally. show. It, it definitely, I, I think that Jess it was, was one. Ballsy. It was It was awesome. very ballsy. I was it's like, your damn, competition girl. that's coming out to have your back and be right. like, that was right. so dope. I mean, she was just, this is how she felt and she just laid it out, yeah. you know, completely real and honest. And I got to say, I totally respect that. I respect she, it. She definitely wasn't um, playing a TV show angle. Like, no. you know, like I was and maybe some of the other girls. But I will say I I do stand by that I didn't see the connection between her and Brett. Um, I heard rumors that she was like pre-chosen to win. I don't know how true or not true that is. But right. I will say that I, I didn't see the connection. But towards the very end, I think that she was going, well, 
maybe this could work. I don't know. But but I, I don't think she started thinking that until the very end. Right. By then, you had definitely already solidified your bond with Brett. Right. So um, that's why it was so surprising that that um, Brett chose her over you, you know? Um, well, it makes sense to me because we knew we had a hit show. If he chose mm. me, it was on. Yeah. And you know what I yeah. mean? Um, but... It didn't make sense as a business stand from a business standpoint to um, just choose me because then you wouldn't have season two and three. Um, so it made That's a good se- point. it made sense business wise to to choose her. Um, she was legitimately then, angry at the reunion show. Well, so here's what happened. So I sent her the letter under her door and I said, I just want to congratulate you. And I also wanted to apologize for the wrong things that I said <laughs> in combo because I do like you. I do respect you. So congratulations. So but this is at the reunion show before the taping? No, this when did you get in this? the hotel after... After um Oh, you had already reu- been eliminated. After not the reunion. After the elimination, um after of, the, of final the finale, episode. we're oh. in the hotel. Oh, so, so it's filming's done. So you girls I, are still, we're in, still the, in the hotel. hotel. Got it. So okay. I wrote her a note and I put it under her door. She called me and she said, oh. Why don't we get breakfast tomorrow morning? Oh my god. So I'm like, let's I do it. I didn't even know any of this. So this is a great story. We went there and we compared our notes. <gasps> Oh. So basically, like, listen, guys, if you're gonna have multiple bitches, don't let them congregate. Don't let them like hang they together. Always talk. They always, always talk. talk. Oh, so my guys are so stupid. The dumbest. They always the do dumbest. this. If they got multiple girls, they like they don't try to keep them from each other. They just like get egotistical and think that they can have their multiple women together right. and think that like women are dumb and aren't gonna like catch on to what's going on. Yeah. Oh no. They're they're comparing notes. They've got your social security number. They know where you sleep at night. <laughs> Watch out. Oh wait, maybe that's just me. I don't that's know. just you. <laughs> I don't give a shit enough to ever go that to that extent. Like next. But um, back to Jess. So, okay, so you guys went so had breakfast. We went and had breakfast and we compared notes as far as like our dates and everything. And it was kind of like. Uh, the same. In what regard? Like when we went back to the room. Like, like he... Like champagne for both of us. Oh. And then we made out over here, both of us. And then we did this and that oh. in the bathroom over here at the and same time. And he said time. these like sweet words to... He like... It was just, like a, you know, just all the same, same. And then... He just sh- had like a one trick pony, so to speak. Yeah. So we were just like, okay. Um, so then she was like, what pissed her off was that he was... Like he dropped her off at the hotel and he was like, okay, see you when we play in Chicago. Yeah, that's why. So she's like, what the fuck? She was like, this was a complete mind fuck for me. Yeah. So yeah. Um, did you hear the rumors that she was pre-chosen to win? No. You didn't hear that? No. Okay. Uh-uh. But it didn't really make a lot of sense to me that why that would be. But I didn't even want to go to the reunion. I didn't, I was over it, like I was pissed. And I was in San Diego. This is when I was working for the Palms, and we um had we we had a client in San Diego who owned like a hotel. Mm. And so we all went there and stayed there and partied all weekend. I was up all night partying and the reunion was the next day and I'm like, well, oh. fucking, I'm not going. I don't want to see him anyway. So I missed my flight. Oh, man. And I've been <laughs> up all night. So I was like, fucking, I'm not going. They're like, the fuck you're not. They sent me a car. Oh, and I believe get it. in the car and they drove my ass up there. I think that we were contractually bound to do the reunion yeah, show. Yeah, but we? I was still trying not to. Yeah, <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I got up there and it turned out to be okay because she was so cool that she came out and she was like, you know, 
first off, she came out wearing her dude, like her guy owns a clothing company and she came out wearing oh, yeah. his shit. Oh yeah, Which that's I right. thought was really ballsy. Yeah. <laughs> it was, you know, a smart move on her part. I don't know if that was like her boyfriend that she was dating prior mm-hmm. and they broke up and they got back together or the new one who knows. It, it, regardless, it's a platform to, you know, and she came out there promoting his shit and I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, that's pretty great. But then, you know, also Brett sat down and she kind of like shoved him over. Yeah. And then she was like, you made the wrong decision, like this, you know. So I thought it was really, really you, admirable. I bet you were totally surprised when I you said like, that. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. What a cool chick. My yeah. competition came out awesome and just said, you look, dude, you made a, a, a the wrong decision and was like super like, you know, stern with it. Yeah. She didn't break. She came out. She knew what she was going to do. And you know what? She's like never done TV again. I think she was really pissed about that. Like, yeah. Because she's beautiful. She's good TV. She's People easy. really liked her too. P- yeah, she's likable. She's easy to work with. I felt like she was really just like burned um, by the whole thing. Yeah, I think so. I think it was a complete mindfuck for her. And I think, you know, I don't think she wanted to do it to begin with, but, she, but she's so beautiful and has such a great look that mm-hmm. I think they bugged her. Yeah. And to where she was like, fine. Um, but I think that it kind of, it, it maybe traumatized her. I don't know if that's the right word. Well, I know but, that she definitely like was on the down low even after that, like yeah. even trying to find her social media. Yeah. It's difficult. I would she, love like, to, to talk to her. We would love to hear from you. Yes, you, yes. Yeah. Come to Las Vegas. Come to Las Vegas <laughs> so we can hear your story, girlfriend. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes. So, that would be great. um, that is my, my story with Jess. I loved her. I, I, think she's great and uh, I'd really like to see her again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think she was doing. definitely overwhelmed by us in the beginning. You I, know? Yeah, I just don't think it's her, I don't think it was her deal. You know, yeah. she's just like, this is, I'm uncomfortable. This is not my like, right. you know, like you and I can adjust yeah, to that we can type totally of scenario. Adjust, and we're like such rock and roll party yeah. girls anyway. Yeah, so, we're, we're used to right. that madness and chaos. Exactly. And that's for, you know, a normal like Midwest girl who's, yeah. it's just, like well, I will say <laughs> my perspective for her, I mean, they say don't judge a book by its cover, but for her look, I thought she was quite conservative, which was strange to me. And that's kind of why I referred to that whole group as like the stick up their ass girls, because it was her and Mia and Magdalena and like a handful of others. And it was just weird to me because they were, I mean, I said this in one of the previous episodes, it just reminded me of being like in junior high or high school because here we are on this like wild rock and roll show with this rock and roller, Brett Michaels. And it was really bizarre to me that, that that group was like very clicky and very conservative. And they were like, I didn't like them right out the gate because I thought they were really judgmental towards you and I, right. because we were like partying and like, and being crazy and, and drinking. And I think you and I like made out. And yeah, like, you know, well, just we're being doing body shots. We're doing body like, shots, yeah, you know, and trying to have fun. But, yeah. um, you know, but at the same time, I... From their perspective, they probably thought that we were going overboard on purpose to like one up them or something. We're just drunk. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> to me, it was just drunk a Tuesday. To me. <laughs> oh, speaking of Magdalena, uh, Magdeanderthal, oh, since we named yes. her that, we yeah. somebody sent us a mugshot of her. Yes. What yeah. in the world? What did she do again? I have no idea. Some but I got that a... somebody commented on. I think it was on our YouTube that yeah, she they sent us the mugshot. Allegedly, yeah. it was something about like. like like um, fraud or yes, I was gonna say fraud as well, or for, like forging, or I don't know exactly what it was either. I don't know either. But yeah, but apparently, and it was also like a really weird state. It was oh, like it was? in like Kentucky or South really? Carolina, just or somewhere random. Like in a, totally random. She's bopping around. Well, it's just weird because she has. <laughs> Where's she from? She's from she's Chicago, like, right? Um, I think so, but she had an accent. 
And so I think yeah. she was like, She's from, from the a Czech, European, yeah, Czech or somewhere like that. like that. Yeah. But it was just weird that you wouldn't expect somebody that has a Czech accent or whatever European accent she has to be in like, in arrested in like South Carolina. Or like, <laughs> what are you doing in South Carolina? That's like a strange... I don't know what the story that is. You know, I know. It's We're strange. curious though. Yeah, the girls that who have like completely disappeared, like from social media and from everything, it's it's bizarre. But sometimes just for fun, like, you know, people will send us little tidbits of information about them just to see like what's going on. You guys are like serious. You guys um, are like mystery solvers. They are. They're like finding you guys found <laughs> Tiffany. Don't threaten me with a good time, yeah, Tiffany's. Yep. Um Instagram. They let us know that Ryan was not whatever place we said he was. Oh, he was in yeah. a different place. I know. You guys know more about this I'm than like, we do. I don't know. I didn't watch I that show. But, <laughs> yeah. okay. Okay, so there's actually more questions okay. for you, Miss Heather. Miss Sounds Heather. Good. Okay, so, um, so actually that question uh, was a multiple part question. Okay. Okay, so um, they also ask, uh, after, they asked you about the reunion and, and Jess. Also, didn't they edit the elimination scene where oh. Brett... Brett asked Ugh. if he could share you and Jess. Did they edit it to make you look bad? And um, yeah, and you and Lacey both mentioned that neither of you saw the connection with Brett and Jess. Why was that? So I think we kind of mentioned that one. But yeah, this do you talk about that, the me. way that they edited. They did it. Okay, I will tell you guys real quick. For the most part, for the most part, the editing, the way they edited that show was for the most part accurate of how things happened. There was a few things that definitely were like, hang on a second, that is not how that happened. Except they, the commentary. The commentary, they switched our stuff around. Yeah, they did a, a little lot. bit on That's that too. That's why we all have the same outfits on so they can take bits and throw it with different scenes. Yeah, but they could also do things where like somebody would ask a question and then they would cut to somebody else going like, yeah. That's and what the, yeah that, goes yeah. actually with, went with something else and they edited it to make it look like it went with that. They did that to me like once or twice. It wasn't that bad for me, but there was a couple for me. But let's talk about you because that was a doozy. And here's the thing, okay. Here's the thing that I think happened. They, being the producers, couldn't really justify why Brett wasn't choosing you. Because right. of course, from the audience perspective, everybody would go, well, of course, Brett is going to choose Heather. But he didn't. And the producers had to justify that. So they sort of made up a reason on why they made up multiple he reasons. Didn't pick you. So let's talk because about that. Because the doom buggy scene, where we go on a date, the doom buggy scene, and he wasn't feeling well, so I pulled over and got water. This is when you guys were doing like- In you, Cabo. Like, in Cabo. So yeah. you guys went on a date, yes. essentially. You're riding dune buggies. You're yes. out. You're having fun. Right. He's and like, okay, um, he wasn't feeling well. So I said, well, let's get water. You know, I'm like kind and caring. I'm not going to like keep going. Right. If you don't, if you say you don't feel good, I'm going to try and help you feel better. So we got it's water true. and then, but he wanted to keep going. You know, he's a workhorse. And he was like, he, the camera was set up like over this way. He was like, let's go ramp that over there. Let's get the shot. Yeah. And was I'm he like, really not feeling well or was it just like kind of- I don't for sure. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. But um, so I said, okay. So I drove at this point and then I went over and I ramped it, like he said, because the camera was right there to, yeah. get, to get the shot, you know? Um, so I did. And, you know, that was the shot that they used. And he's, you know, was doing the sound bite. Oh, she's trying to kill me. I'm so sick. And so yeah. they're doing all of these- you know, things to make me look like I'm insensitive. Um, You're like, not paying attention. Right, when or, I got to Cabo, like yeah. I was just like, oh, look how cute like her outfit is or something like that. And then they split, they added lib or added words that I wanted to like, oh, I want to fuck her or something. I never said that. That you want to fuck Jess? No, the girls, like when we w went to Cabo, there were girls out there dancing. 
Oh, okay. Okay. So, so these are a few things that, that the they producers They really put did. like a big lesbian thing on you, right? Totally. And so here's the thing. Heather and I are both definitely very pro-LGBTQ+. Absolutely. We're big advocates. However, Heather is not a lesbian. No. You're not even, you're not even bisexual. No. You know, I mean, you and I have like made out drunkenly like to be silly. Yeah. But like you're- That's just drunken you fun. Are, but you are a straight woman. Yeah. And, and you're- somewhat conservative in that as well. Right. Like you're not hooking up with everybody no. in town. So um, the fact that they kept like pushing this whole lesbian thing on yeah. you, I even thought was really, right. really weird so that that was, was the, where they went with that. Yeah, so that's the one thing. Then the second thing that they put on me was that I was insensitive and I'm trying to kill the guy. Yeah, which that's definitely that, not- That's not me either. That is definitely not her. <laughs> and then um, at the end, at the reunion, he was like, you know, would you like to travel with me? And I'm like, oh, I'd love to. But then came the other question why well, I'd like to have both of you as my girlfriend. And I literally, I, I could barely stand up. Like I was so wasted. I, I couldn't, I was about to pass out. You're probably exhausted too. I was too. exhausted mentally, physically. I had anxiety terribly. And I looked at her like this motherfucker. So was, I, she, was she there when he said that? You said that? We're both and, standing yet. We're both okay. standing there. And I look over to her and I'm exhausted. I'm like, this motherfucker. And we're, we look at each other like shaking our head like this. Like, why did he just say that? And then we looked like, and we shook our head no. So if you look at the clip before they splice it, you can see me looking over and Going like, like exhausted. Did he, did he like, just ask us that? <laughs> right. Um, and so, you so know. So he, he specifically said, would you like to travel with me? That would the two of you like to travel with me? I don't okay. know if um, he said the two of you. All I know is that- Was it implied? I don't remember. All I know is that that's what I said I would love to, was the travel question. <gasps> oh, I but got they, it. That, okay. He needed the bit, me saying, yeah, I'd love to, or let's do oh, it, to take okay. that I got and it then now. throw it with the, because then he asked, can I have both of you? And then they they added, they spliced it in like, so, I'd love to. Was she there for that question? Was it? Was he saying that only to you or was he saying that to you and her can this I, is at the, can we share This you? is at the finale. At the finale. Okay. So we asked both of us, you got to watch Rock of Love. Girl. I need to rewatch it. You got to rewatch it. I know. Geez, geez, your I, know. I'd like, I don't remember <laughs> anything. I was on Rock of Love. <laughs> right. Aren't you a cast member? I was the nice one. <laughs> You're like, fuck it. I'm not watching that one. I wasn't on that episode. <laughs> That's why I wasn't the second, third season now. Like, actually, I literally didn't watch any of the episodes except mine. I actually did watch <laughs> Until recently. I swear to God, I did watch it. I just have a really bad... I barely remember what I wore yesterday, much less like what I watched on TV 10 years ago. But well, no, clearly I really you can't it. pay attention anyway. So I it doesn't know. even fucking matter. Let I, me just tell you. Okay, what tell me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're both uh, sitting there at the finale. Okay. And he's asking us these questions, right? Okay. And I'm so wasted and can barely stand up. But I'm just like, yeah, I'd love to travel with you. It'd be great. And then he's like, you know, maybe I can have both of you. And we're like, and then we just both shook our head. Like, dude, wow. we're exhausted. And that's when the editor is spliced in you saying like, yeah, I'd love yeah, to. Yeah, I'd love to. That's that a, doesn't even make any fucking sense. That was really weird. It doesn't even make any sense. I know, that's a bizarre one. That kind, yeah, so you I- You can tell the producers have never had any lesbian experiences before <laughs> because they clearly don't know how it goes. Well, so when that's I like watched that- That's like that, an old like B like porno thing, like- can I have you two ladies together? Yes, I'd love to. <laughs> that's, like, <laughs> that's like Rock of Love, the porn version. Right. Well, I yeah. mean, I think there is one. I actually, feel, isn't there? Well, I feel like the, there's like the a third season. It pretty much is. The po- I, right? I know. That kind of I don't runs. even know if they can air it anywhere. I, yeah, I know. That's a whole, that's a whole other thing. So Yeah. But yes. um, so, <laughs> so yeah, I watched that finale and I lost my shit. I was 
freaking livid. I was oh my God. so sad. I called the producer. I was crying. I'm like, oh, oh my God, this is terrible. You know, not only did I lose and I'm like alcohol poisoned. But then they're and like, like, Heather's a big old hussy. Yeah, like <laughs> you insensitive, you wow. know. Like Leslie, like fucking sharer. Well, the other like, here's the other thing. So was he implying that that was like a test question and that you were not supposed to answer yes? Because I would think that any guy would be like, this is amazing. If two girls were like, yes, we will share you. That would be great. You think that you'd both be the winners. So why? It really doesn't make a lot of sense. So, but he, so he's saying that he didn't choose he set you. me up, basically. So he didn't choose you because you said, yes, I'll share you. Guys, okay, right. show of hands, how many of you would break up with your girl because she wants to share you with another woman? Speaking of a person That's who- That's not even a thing, who I don't can't think. Be, who can't be loyal anyways. They can't be monogamous. This is the guy who does not do monogamy. Yeah. So it makes no sense it's a at all. One. It doesn't, it didn't make any sense. So basically so, he said that because you answered that way, he's going to choose Jess. Am I understanding that correctly? Correct. I don't know. Yeah. I'm confused. You should have just told me in my ear, hey, listen, this is a big show. We're going to do season two. I'll cut you a big fat check. Don't make a big scene at the end of this. And then I would be more... Yeah, but know. then they want like the crazy Heather reaction. and they No, I, there was no craziness left. I was dead. Like I almost like felt... If you watch the episode, the end of it, I almost fall down as I'm walking up the steps. I will say, okay, so... I he, almost collapsed. I do remember watching that episode, yeah. asshole, because, <laughs> <laughs> because I'm actually remembering now, there was one thing that really stood out to me. Okay, It was what you didn't say. It was your energy. You could feel, and I bet they'll agree with me, you could feel through the TV screen. And that was when he chose Jess. It was the elimination. Yeah. And he chose Jess. And I think he went to like you know, give you like a hug or a, a like touch your hand or something. And you just like yanked your hand away and you had this like ice glare at him and you were just like, just angry daggers, which I don't blame you. I do not blame you. You actually kept it together really, really well. But what was interesting about this, I'm actually not trying to make light of this. What was interesting is that the level of anger, and we all know anger is a secondary emotion to like hurt and pain and that sort of thing, surprise, um, the level of anger and shock, it was just like, it was, you you didn't even really say anything, but it was very apparent. Like you could feel it through the TV screen and just your expression and your energy. Yeah, well, when I walked out, you know, he was like, don't leave like this. And I was just like, barely making it up the steps. So he had followed <laughs> me up there and I'm just like, crawling into, first of all, it was a minivan and it wasn't a limo. They like edited it somehow to where it made it look like a limo and whatever. So I'm like crawling in there. So I have no energy left. And I'm, I'm like yelling at him. I'm just like, or I don't even know if I was yelling, but I was just like, you know what? I, like I embarrassed myself. I embarrassed my family for this. And I was just kind of like saying things like that. And he just like stood there and I just like crawled in the van. I and think then, he was overwhelmed. I think he totally, didn't. Totally, totally. I think the realization sure. of like, I think he had the realization of like, oh shit, you know, this went from like, Fun and games or making a yeah. silly fun TV show to like, I just oh my God, these are, these, yeah, this is real, real, real people, real people with real emotions. Yeah. And this is what it looks like now. Yeah. So, yeah. So I got in the, in the, in the car and I was just so pissed. And we were given these necklaces, Jess and I both at the finale and they were uh, guitars with our, an H engraved and a J engraved. And so I like ripped it off and I threw it. And um, then when the cameras went off, I was like, I'll take that back. 
But they were like, <laughs> no, we, but anyways, the production took both those necklaces back and we never received them again. What? Maybe because they didn't want people to think oh that we God. were in the finale together. So I want my necklace back. Give her her necklace back. Give us our necklaces Jeez, back. producers. I know. I'll make you a necklace. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, so let's get back to fan questions. All right. Okay, this is pretty funny. Okay, okay. so this person asked, I think we're still on Balami Blue. This person's literally asked three questions and they're getting the got whole... Got the good so questions. Blami Blue, good for you. You got the whole episode this time because you asked great questions. Yes. Although I'm probably saying your name wrong. Okay, for Lacey, it seemed like once the party girls left Rock of Love, aka the A-team, uh, Heather was your only friend. That is true. Um, were, <laughs> were there any girls you bonded with or did they all hate you? <laughs> yes, they all hated me. Um, or do they all hate you like it seemed on TV, LOL. Also, since you got to promote your band at the time of the reunion, did that help expose new fans to your music? You mentioned touring the country before going on Rock of Love. If I remember correctly, I loved your song Shallow, then and now. Thank you. Heart, yay. Okay. Oh, Was Shallow gosh. from Halo? Uh, Shallow's from my old band, Nocturne. Oh, Nocturne. Okay. Yes. And um, actually, I have to give my old guitar player, Chris Telks, credit because he is the one that wrote Shallow, not me. But um, And you sang that on the reunion, right? Yes. I liked that. <laughs> thank you I very much. I thought it was great. Thanks. It was you great know, entertainment. Uh, well, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Magdalena didn't think so. She slept through the <laughs> Nocturne well, performance. She's in jail, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I think she died, actually. I heard she's dead. I think Magdalena's dead. Rest in peace. Um, rest in peace or rest I'm in prison. Kidding. I don't know if whatever, she's in jail or whatever not. Whatever the but. peace stands for. So, <laughs> um, okay, so, um, yeah. So I'll just talk about Nocturne for a second. Um, I've been, um, I did music way before Rock of Love. I've been playing music since I was a little kid. Um, I have music in my family. I play Piano, guitar, bass, keyboard programming, all that good stuff. So Nocturne was a band that- um, I played the recorder. <laughs> played the recorder. I played the radio. <laughs> yeah, I learned the recorder. That's my that's pretty, that's, That is the most musician. horrendous <laughs> instrument ever well, to have been created. They, but that's what they teach you they in got, school. They why, put like can't a, they just let them teach us guitar or something? Guitar. Guitar would be, actually, that would be really or great. piano. I'd love to learn piano. What's a recorder? Nobody's ever going to play a recorder in a band. Uh, like, I know. And also like a whole like <laughs> class of kindergartners atonally playing the worst instrument Mary in the entire lamb. world. Mary yeah. had a little lamb. Or hot cross buns. Hot cross buns. Yeah. Anyway, okay, I don't even know what I was talking about. Recorders. Okay, so. Recorders. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. It's been a long, long day. So musicians, Mus okay, musical so, instruments. Yeah, so I did, uh, my band Nocturne was a band I started when I was 18. My, oh, you started that. Yeah, and okay. my guitar player at the time, Chris, he wrote like half the songs. I wrote half the songs. Okay, and um, and we toured and all kinds of stuff. And um, how do you figure out what to write about? Do you just write about your lives or like things that happen in your life? Like, well, how do you get the, con the the topics? It well, okay. For any of you who um who know me at all, I was a total goth kid when I was in school. I was like had like black lipstick. I was like Lydia Dietz from um, Beetlejuice, you know? Okay. I myself am strange and unusual. I was like totally that. Okay. I always wore black. I still wear black, but- I love black. Uh, black is a good color. Slimming. So there you go. Um, everything goes with it. Agreed. Uh, but I was a goth kid. And so I grew up listening to like The Cure was my favorite band. Mm -hmm. I loved like Susie and the Banshees, Depeche Mode, Nine Inch Nails, Marilyn Manson, Skinny Puppy. I was like total like goth industrial kid. Okay. So that was like the genre that we were sort of into. Yes. And so it was just, if you're going to be in that genre, um, you generally write about like the darker things of, in life. But 
it was, it's kind of awesome because um, it's also somewhat therapeutic. And um, much, le- much like how I developed a character for Rock of Love, I also sort of was like this character in my band, Nocturne. Okay. And, um, and you, you know, it was just like this, this dark, powerful, you know, entity. And I always wrote songs about like destruction and like just okay. stuff like that. And it just, it feels good because you can just say and, and get out of your system, like all the most horrible stuff. And then like- Is that the, like an outlet? It's a total outlet. Okay. And generally speaking, people who personally know me, I'm a pretty cheerful, upbeat person. But um, I definitely love dark art. I like dark do movies you? and dark music okay. and, and um, you know, just anything having to do with like the macabre, you know, and <laughs> <laughs> spider webs. I have a pet spider at home. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, it's, um, I just always loved that kind of music. And, um, and uh, it just like, it feels good and you get it out of your system. That's yeah. why it was so crazy to me when the whole Columbine thing happened. And they were like, you know, they always want to like blame music and, and the, those kids, those asshole kids that, um, that shot everybody at the school. It was horrible. Uh, but they, but there was like a, a moment where Marilyn Manson got blamed for that. Oh gosh. But it, and I think like Ozzy Osbourne too oh, was like accused of like influencing some kids to kill themselves. I might be remembering that wrong, but it was like somebody in the metal world was like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, it's just ridiculous because yeah. all that stuff is really just an outlet. It doesn't, you don't listen to a song go like, I'm going to go kill people now. Right, like it's right. just, that's just not how it works. So yeah. Um, anyway, so, okay, that was like totally off topic. Uh, As per usual. I forgot what the rest of the, oh, okay. So so he's asking about, does everybody hate me and how do I feel about it? (laughs) I'm used to it. (laughs) Okay, so actually here's, I'm used to it. Yes, I myself am strange and unusual. Okay, seriously though, um, here's what's funny. Um, When we did the the mud bowl, the football thing, you know, um, I'm not a sports person and I, cannot throw a ball to save my life or catch one. But I remember um, I was playing with Jess and they had watered down the ground and the whole ground was wet and muddy. And Jess was actually like a for real could play football. And um, so she, so I think I had the ball at one point and uh, Jess was like wanting to tackle me. And I was like, and the ground was super, as I said, wet and muddy and slippery. Yeah, so oh, I, sure. I, I saw she was about to, to tackle me. So I just like braced, you know, I got like low and braced yeah. myself. And so she tackled me, but she didn't knock me down because I braced so hard. Yeah. And so when she didn't knock me down, she went at me again and basically just like grabbed me and took her own body weight and threw herself backwards and, and just forced me to, to fall. And that sounds like what you did for her with her in the pool. Right, I know. I guess it was my karma, right? <laughs> so when that happened, full blown my ankle, like what you guys saw on was TV, it real? that like, was 100% okay. real. So that my ankle went away that ankles should not go. It and looked it was like it hurt. So twisted. It like Whoa. completely twisted my ankle. It was like really, really, it did not really break. painful. I know it was Thank so, God. so painful. So the rest of the... Um, the whole rest of that season, I was like hobbling around. I remember at one point the producers got me crutches, but it yeah. was just like impossible yeah. to get around in crutches. So I just kind of like hobbled. We were all so, so sore from that. Yeah, like, that was brutal. I mean, we were just put through the we ringer. We were through the ringer, yes. So <laughs> I, so my ankle was just like the size of a grapefruit. So I went back to the house and, you know, there was no doctor there, but I do know about sprained ankles that you're supposed to stay off of them. So, <laughs> um, so I like, I got in bed, I elevated it like you're supposed to. I put ice on, it was super swollen. It really was painful. And, um, and so um, I, I was like, as you, we, got, we told you guys in an earlier episode 
there's nothing to do at the Rock of Love House. You, you have no books, no magazines, no emails, no TV, oh, no oh, radio, oh, oh, nothing, oh. just alcohol. <laughs> so it was towards, that was towards the end where like basically Brandy C and everybody that I got along with had been sent home. Yeah. And you were like one of the only ones that like we still got along. And then it was all the other girls who hated my guts. So I just remember sitting in bed with my ankle elevated and I'm literally staring at the wall. And I'm like, and, and I could kind of hear you guys in the background just like staring at the wall. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I can't, I can't do this. Like this is, I'm going to go crazy. So yeah. I just like got out of bed and I hobbled over. And I think that's when um, we were doing like the, like the outtakes episode or something. And I remember one of the producers came up to me and was like, hey, so Lacey, um, you know, we're doing like the, you know, the outtakes episode. And, and we thought it would be funny. Uh, the producers don't usually like um, suggest things this blatantly, but they basically said like, we're, we're looking for someone to go streaking. I'm like, me, me. I'm like, <laughs> that was the funniest. <laughs> they did not show that on the season, right. on season one. I think it's, it's, it's online somewhere, right? I was like so you said. bored. It, I heard that actually there's a um, uncensored. It is so, that was so funny. It was hilarious. Because it made so, made those girls so uncomfortable. They were so disgusted. I knew they would be disgusted. And that's what was so funny about it. Yeah. Because it made them so uncomfortable. It was amazing. I gotta say, I was pretty proud of myself for that one. You had zero fucks. Yeah, I I gave no fucks given at all. Zero, zero. I'm coming for you. Naked and all. Watching all you guys, like a full vag. um, (laughs) I'm a vag is coming for you. Watch out. Lacey's vag is coming for you. (laughs) Um, it was amazing. <laughs> I will swallow you up. <laughs> we really I need can't sleep. So I remember all you like you were kind of like, you know, getting along with everybody. And I remember you girls were all sitting out there and I'm just like waiting, like waiting for the camera people to get all set. I was up. just being cordial. You're being cordial. You being cordial. Yeah, you were the diplomat on on that show at that cordial. point in time. And I was just like just waiting and I was like, oh, it's gonna be so much fun. And basically there the, I was at the point where there was no winning those girls over. They had made, I no. had just solidified no. those girls, hated my guts. There's nothing I could do to change That's it. it. So the only thing I had left to do- Is torment them. Was torment them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you know, I am my own biggest audience, you know? And so I'm like, as long as I'm- I mean, I was your audience there too. You I were my audience great. too. I know, you were pretty great. You were very, so you were very supportive and a very good. If you hadn't been there, I probably would have really gone crazy. Yeah. You know? Well, I'm just glad that it was somebody else- took their clothes off and it wasn't just me running around topless. So I was like, okay. Exactly. Now I've got a partner. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Nudist partner. Yes. Titties in crime. <laughs> titties in crime. Titties in crime. <laughs> All right. Let's see what else we got going on here. Did you even answer that question? I don't remember what the question was. Yeah. Next. Oh, yeah. How did you feel about everybody hated you? I feel like we mm. need a one sentence question. What is your favorite color? Blue or whatever. You know what I mean? That's the I only still, way we're going to... No, we would somehow make that. I'd be like, well, when I was five, <laughs> I had this experience with the color red. Oh my God, my car was that color. Oh then my I God, would, tell yeah. me more about your car. <laughs> right. I, one time I drove my car all the way to Indiana and yeah, that would happen. We're yeah. not getting... What was yeah, the question again? It doesn't again? even matter how I guess how it's long the question Ridiculous. Are, so we'll I know. We win the talking top. award. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if the talking award for talk of love. Talk, <laughs> talk talking award for talk of love. Yeah. I mean, that's that sounds about right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's pretty good. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Here's one that I have to address. Okay. A bunch of you little freaking pervs online <laughs> keep asking this question, and I have to just answer it to tell it so that you guys will stop asking. So all of you want to know either did we sleep with Brett? Who all slept with Brett? What did Brett's penis look like? How big was his penis? <laughs> like every every question um, under the sun having to do with like 
sex and Brett and us. Right. So I have to just answer this once and for all. And you're not really going to like the answer. Okay. So I have to say that, um, as you know, I'm married now. Um, but when I was single, I was super slut woman, promiscuous. <laughs> and um, I have no shame about it. I'm quite proud of it. I think that as women, we like sex. We should own that. We should be open about it. We shouldn't try to hide from that shit. I slept with everyone. I might have <laughs> even slept with you. So <laughs> it's very possible. There were some drunken, hazy nights. I don't know who it was. But anyway, um, I will say, <laughs> I do have one rule for myself. And one thing that I personally think is very tacky is when you talk about your sexual partners, um, what you did with specific people, like people who do those tell-all books. I think that's so tacky. Like I would never- I can't wait to do mine. I know, I know, yeah. <laughs> I know. But- um, It's gonna read tacky of love. A tacky of love. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that sounds about right. But- um, but I, so essentially what I'm trying to say is that I don't kiss and tell. I'll definitely um, give you guys lots of like, of sex stories from my past. And I talk about like all my crazy wild experiences. I have no qualms with that, but I'm not going to like name names or talk about who I did what with, because um, I would be mortified if people from my past went on, a you know, some kind of like social media and like, oh yeah, I bagged Lacey. Like that would be like not okay. I wouldn't want guys out there talking about their sexual experiences with me, yeah. with me and naming me by name. So out of respect, I am not going to do that either. I will talk about um, other things from my sexual past, but I will not name names or, or talk about people specifically. And I expect the same respect for me as well. So I'm sorry, you guys. We're not going to talk about that. So, um, and also out of respect for my husband too. I'm sure he doesn't want me like naming dudes by name, you know. And you'd be furious if he was on here talking about oh talking yeah, to like women. oh Sally and yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Jenny's Jay was so tight. Yeah, you'd be, I'd be like furious. Oh, he'd be murdered by. He'd me. be like unplug. Yeah. I know. There goes that podcast. <laughs> I know. <laughs> bye bye. Whatever you you're working on. Want to hear something really funny? <laughs> this is pretty good. So there's one soundbite from Rock of Love where Brett is talking about me, and I think he's talking to the camera, and he says something along the lines of. Um, He's like, yeah, Lacey's either, I think she's either going to make like hot, passionate love to me or she's going to stab me in my sleep and I never know which one it's going to be or something like <laughs> right, that. Right. So when um, when I introduced my husband, Johnny, to Brett, um, the first thing Johnny said to him was like, man, I totally know how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> every they time were I, bonding over that. Every time my husband wakes up, he's like, yes, I made it another night. I made it through. <laughs> I made it through. Here. Still no here. No stab wounds. Well, so kidding. for me... Um, I'm single and I'm not married, so I can talk about when I'm in the But I did not sleep with him. Yes. We messed around and Cabo after we lived together. Well, I thought we lived together. For yeah. A while. yeah. <laughs> he was like sneaking out the back side door. <laughs> I literally thought he would well, stay there every night. Technically, you were both living and technically <laughs> you were both together. So right. I'd say living together. Right. And uh yeah, so we messed around. No full-on sex, but definitely messed around. And uh, I was not disappointed at what I saw. All right. Woohoo! So. <laughs> disappointed gonna, him, but gonna, not what I saw. <laughs> I'm going to have to live vicariously through you now. Please. Because, you I'm know? like tired. <laughs> That's not what I wanted to hear. We gotta get her on a better. Today. We gotta get her on a better day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. After okay. I don't drive six hours. Yes, I know. <laughs> I drove six minutes. It was tough. 
<laughs> six hours and six minutes. I know. I had to use my turn signal. I used my pinky. It was, <laughs> it was a lot. Um, okay. So um, this is sort of like, actually, it's like a short, funny thing. Somebody asked us, um, uh, just being Tracy uh, asked, um, she said, I've always wondered this. How do you know what to pack? Do you ever run out of dressy clothes for elimination? And if so, does the show provide items for you to wear? Thanks, ladies. Um, so I actually have a funny little answer to this. Um, so do I. Okay, so... Oops, there goes my laptop. Um, so uh, I lived like 30 minutes away from the Rock of Love house. A lot of the girls flew in from um, other cities. Mm-hmm. But, I was living um, here at the time. Oh, you were living yeah. in Las Vegas? Uh-huh. Okay, so I was living in Los Angeles at the time. and Yeah, we did. I know, we trade places, I know. <laughs> I know. So, um, so I... I had a, they had a, a van that came and picked me up. A lot of yeah. the girls had to fly on a plane. And of course you have like a limited number of um, bags you can take on an airplane. Yeah. But uh, they they had a, a van for me and I like filled the whole damn thing up. I like brought everything. <laughs> like I knew I was going to probably be gone for like, you know, a month or so. So I brought Didn't like- did you bring like a big- Suitcase of hangers. Yes, I did. <laughs> so I, I get there because I'm. I knew there was going to be like twenty girls. I didn't know what the living situation was going to be, but I literally packed a huge suitcase of only hangers. I mean, I had all my other stuff too, but I had yeah. a suitcase of hangers. What made you bring all those hangers? Because I wanted to hang my shit up. Okay, so you wanted to unpack and you wanted everything just yeah. to be hung up so it wouldn't be wrinkled? Well, here's the thing. I Because of the band I was in, uh-huh. um, I used to traveling and touring and stuff like that. One thing that is my biggest pet peeve is living out of a suitcase. I freaking hate oh, that. Oh, you do? Especially See, if you're a girl. So used to it. I mean, it's just, I like to be organized. And so when I've got like, just a suitcase. I'm digging and the clothes are everywhere and I don't know where. Gotcha. When, I, when I can't find something, that yeah. makes me crazy. I gotcha. And also, um, so I used to travel a lot for the band and also I grew up riding horses. So I used to go to show jumping competitions all the time. Okay. So I was always in hotel rooms. And what I always like to do was get to the hotel room, unpack all my stuff, hang all my stuff up, know where everything is. Okay. And then I could start my, you know, okay. whatever That's I just had going thing on. When- That's just my thing. Okay. So I brought like, but usually I have to bring like three or four hangers, but this, I'm like, I'm going to be gone for a month. So I brought like all my hangers. And so, <laughs> so I brought random. all the hangers. So I get there and I'm unpacking. <clears throat> and, um, you know, all the girls are like, you know, we're just checking each other out. And so one of the girls notices um, that I had a suitcase full of hangers and there was like a closet, literally. I mean, we had like no space for ourselves. There was uh, like, no. there were so many of us girls and, and like all of our shit and like hardly any... Place to put anything. There was like 20 of us in a room like this. It was, beds. yeah, it was a tiny room. So um, I had, there was literally one closet, but none of the girls were using it because none of the girls had hangers. So I got, <laughs> I got all my hangers up. I'm like, and one of the girls was like, oh my God, you packed hangers? Like who packs hangers? And I was like, I'm just hanging up my shit. And I'm like, I do, bitch, I pack hangers. And so then I swear to God, like four days later, they're like, did she need a hanger? So Lacey, uh-huh. can I borrow a hanger? And I'm like, no, you stay wrinkled, bitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you wear your wrinkly outfit and I will have my perfectly smooth outfit that because it's been hung. So that's my ridiculous story of packing hangers and getting to make fun of people for making fun of me and then needing the hangers. Well, and for me, I just grabbed all my stripper shit from the club and threw it in a suitcase. Yeah, it was, it was basically like, like you're packing dental floss at that point. Dresses and just like skimpy bathing suits and like yeah, whatever you I was wearing here in Vegas. Clothes. Yeah, sexy, sexy clothes. I yeah. remember that. Was I great. had a lot. I think I was I was working at a club out here at the time where the attire was gowns. 
Oh. You know, you had to wear gowns. Oh, wow. So that's where all those gowns came from. Oh, from the nice. elimination. I'm like, well, I already have them. Awesome. So I just brought them all and it turned out to work. I think that was the most color I've ever worn because I was trying like not to be a goth chick. Not yeah. that I was trying to be like something other than myself, but I was just, I, I didn't want to be like the ridiculous like odd man out, you know, because I've already got like the crazy red hair and stuff like that. So I remember like just, you know, going like on a little shopping spree beforehand. And it was yeah. fun. It was, it was really fun. Like it was a lot of work. But no, to, they don't give us clothes. They don't give us clothes. They don't, no. you bring, whatever you bring is what you're wearing. Yeah. You know, you don't bring clothes. Well, you don't want, you don't wear them. Yes. So, because they're not giving you shit. And we didn't have hair and makeup either at first. Like the other seasons, they all had hair and makeup and their commentary and everything. We don't have that till like the very, very end. Yeah. I got it a little bit, but that's why we're all, well, You better be myself. self-confident too on that show because they are like in your face as soon as you wake up, like no makeup, uh, no hair. Oh my God, do you, you have, know. yeah, because the eliminations were so late at like 3 a.m. Yeah. And we're so wasted. By the time we'd go to sleep and then we have camera in our face at 7 a.m. That was insane. You literally, it's like three hours a night. You get no sleep and then you're up and then you're just part. I mean, it's literally like- It was nuts. Nuts. It was exhausting. Yes. I remember going to bed at like four in the morning and seeing a producer there and we're going to bed and then they wake us up like four hours later and it's the same producer. And I'm like, when did you sleep? Like they never got to sleep either. Yeah, no. It was insane. So, yeah, everybody yeah. was just, uh, just um, exhausted. Sleep was deprived like, yeah. and yeah, exhausted. But it didn't matter because we were creating something really yeah. awesome. Exhaustion of love. <laughs> Exhaustion of love. Yeah, we could name it so many things. Oh my God, there's like hundreds of names. Hundreds of names, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I'm going to um, shift gears here okay. uh, for a minute. And um, we are starting to run out of time. So I kind of, in closing, want to um, talk about something. Um, I will say that I was not sure if I really wanted to even bring this up. Um, I haven't even really talked to you about this, Heather, but uh, it's been something that's been weighing really heavily on my mind this week. And um, it's it's a really insane thing that happened that I found out about that's pretty upsetting. And the only reason I'm bringing it up is because when you and I first like conceptualized this podcast, yeah. one of the things that you and I had talked about was, yes, we want to get into like Rock of Love and Charm School and I Love Money and all that and talk about like the fun times that we had on these shows. Yeah. But we also wanted to use um, the podcast as like a platform to talk about like real life issues and maybe potentially help you guys. And I remember one of the things that you and I both said is like, if we could have something to say that resonates with somebody that helps somebody, then, Absolutely. then we should definitely do that. Yeah. So um, I tend to be like, kind of like, I don't like to get real open with feelings and emotions and stuff. It makes me uncomfortable. I'm definitely like a suppressor of emotions, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but this, is, this has been an intense week for me. Um, what happened? So, and there is a girl that I was an acquaintance of in Los Angeles. And when you live there. She lived this there is too? When I, yep. And I've kind okay. of known who she was for a few years. I have a lot of mutual friends that were friends with this girl. And okay. um, her name, uh, she went by Amy Nicole, but her real name was Amy Hardwick. And she was a very prominent um, person in the social scene in Los Angeles. And she was a um, family therapist and a sex therapist, and she was a really beautiful woman. Okay. And she had tons and tons of friends in Los Angeles. And, and I just never really got to know her, but I crossed paths with her a bunch of times. So I knew, okay. I definitely knew who she was. Um, I found out last weekend that her ex-boyfriend murdered her. Why? It was, I mean, God only knows. Um, this was basically somebody that she was not with anymore. Um, and he, it, it actually made it all over the news. Um, I think he, I read something about this. Yeah, he actually- um, Didn't she have a restraining order She did have her, yeah. So this was a guy that had been 
Um, I don't know if he was abusive, but some, for some reason, for whatever reason, she was frightened of this guy. They had dated a long time ago. Um, he it got to, they broke up. Um, he was not. Uh, he would not stop bothering her. He frightened her. She had mentioned multiple times to her friends that he had frightened her. And um, and then she tried to get a restraining. I think she did get a restraining order. Mm-hmm. She got a second restraining order. The restraining order ran out. Um, and last weekend, um, he went to her home. He basically did like a stakeout, like waited for her to, to get home and be by herself. Okay. He broke into her house in Los Angeles. Um, he attacked her. Um, he strangled her. And then he picked her up and he threw her over the balcony of, of, of a third story and oh she landed on the ground and she died. That is and, terrible. Yeah, it was, it, she was 38 years old and um, it was incredibly shocking to find this out. It was, it, I'm still stunned. I'm still shocked. I People quite, are crazy. Well, here's here's the thing. Um, this is, this, is it kind of like the Ryan Jasmine yeah, situation? Yeah, it, it, it got, this one kind of got me hard. Um, uh you and I had just been talking about Ryan um, and how yeah. he murdered his um, his wife at the time, Jasmine. And this reminded me a lot of that situation. And, um, you know, it, it's just so senseless. And, and it just like, God, it's just, it's so horrific. It's so horrific and so upsetting. And the reason I'm bringing it up, um, a lot of people are, are really shocked and upset the reason I'm bringing it up is um, I personally have never been in a physically abusive relationship. I've had other types of trauma in my life, but um, domestic violence has not been something that has affected me personally. I've known people that it has, but um, you know, you hear stories about like what happened with Ryan and Jasmine. You hear stories about what happened to this poor girl, Amy, um, and there's tons of other stories. And one thing that really bothered me about the whole thing with this girl, Amy, is that a lot of people knew that... Um, that she was frightened of this guy. And I feel like um, sometimes people don't involve themselves in situations because they think like, well, it's not really my place or well, it's not really my business. Or a lot of times people are just like afraid to rock the boat. Yeah. And I feel like because people don't speak up, because people don't say something, um, it sort of allows things like this to happen. I'm not, I'm not really trying to blame anybody because this is the only person to blame is the person who did it, who's this psychotic guy who has since been arrested. But um, I, I guess my point is domestic violence is, um, it happens to both men and women. It is a very prevalent problem. And if you find yourself in a situation where um, you are being physically abused, even if it doesn't seem that bad, a lot of these things, you know, you justify it and you you try to, or you forgive the person or the, you know, whatever the situation may be that you stay in that relationship um, you got to understand that a lot of times these domestic violence situations, not only do they not get better and not only do they not resolve themselves and there is no amount of like, I'm sorry's or whatever that can get you through it. But the reality is if you are in an abusive relationship like that, you are really in danger. And um, this is like so sad. It's hard it's for me to talk about. Sad. Yeah, I'm still sad about it. But you, but you are in danger if you're in this situation. Um it escalates. It almost always escalates and it could end up with you uh, dying, you know? There's got to be a way to protect ourselves from other people who are just madmen like this. Well, the courts also, I'm really pissed off at the um, the courts because they, a lot of times, police don't take it seriously. A lot of times yeah. courts, and I mean, the fact that 
you know, she's gone to the police multiple times and they they failed her, you know, wow. and the courts failed her, the police failed her. And honestly, the people in her life failed her right. because somebody should have intervened and made sure that she was safe and that, you like know- the people at her building or something. I, you know, I just, I feel like um, basically my message to you guys is if you know somebody that is in an abusive relationship, do whatever you can to keep that person safe. And if you yourself are in an abusive relationship, you need to get help in any way you can to get yourself out of it because this is how it could end. And oftentimes it does, sadly. So um, that's what I want to say about that. We just wanted to, I guess we just wanted to um, have a lot of fun with the the show questions and then also just touch on um, some real life stuff that's going on out there. And we want you to know that um, we care about the things that are going on out there, even if we don't know the person personally, but it still hits home. Yeah. Um, and we just want, um, you know, you guys to basically, if, you, if you're if you watching this and something resonates with you to um, do something about it. Absolutely. You know, be proactive on whatever it is. You know, we hope that we can bring you um, just good content so it can add value to your life in any way, shape or form and those around you as well. 100%. I completely agree with what Heather just said. For me, it's kind of like a two-prong thing. Um, many of you know who know me, I'm an activist. Um, I started out as an animal rights activist. I got into the environment. I got into human rights after that. But, um, you know, one of the things I kind of told myself with this podcast is um, I've always been sort of like a closed off, sort of guarded person. Um, I, I loved sharing with my friends and family the good things that are happening in my life, but I generally don't like to talk about anything negative in my life or from my past. I'm very a very private person in, in that regard, very guarded and I told myself that I was going to use this podcast to open up. And, um, you know, and it's one thing to like open up to my friends and that sort of thing. But um, but I really want to open up to you guys and share more with you and be more vulnerable, which is really, really hard for me. Um, it's hard. But it's really to freeing too, because you can't really make a difference in your life for others unless you get out of your comfort zone. Exactly. And so that's what, exactly. that's what and, we're doing. And also I've had so many insane experiences, both bad and good, that I'm like, well, if I don't share it with you guys, then, then how am I going to be able to um, help you guys or say well, something that you can resonate with, you know? And Yeah. And I think that just us having the courage to have a voice and talk about things will also give other people the courage to have a voice. Um, Yes. out there as well in their own yes, lives. 100%. So we hope that we are making you guys laugh, bringing great content and just adding some type of value to your life but also, and those around you. Yeah, absolutely. And also, but to um, to have courage, you know, to talk about stuff. Absolutely. I can't ask you guys to have courage if I don't have the courage to tell you about things in my life. Yep. So courage, you have it. Courage so, is important. Courage yes, will indeed. set you free. Yes, it will. And so will a nice penis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that note. <laughs> Indeedy. Thank you guys for um, tuning in once again. We love you guys so much. Be sure to come find us on Patreon. We're finally getting our Patreon site um, uh, like slowly all spruced coming up. And going. So we're going mean, to have really awesome, awesome rewards. <laughs> Go to patreon.com slash talkoflove. And we have all kinds of awesome rewards on there, which I'm not going to tell you. You're going to have to go look for yourselves because um, it's really cool stuff that if you become a member and follow us on Patreon, then you'll get some really awesome, cool stuff. So um, find yes. us there. Make sure to uh, subscribe to our YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the little bell that gives you notifications so that you know when we post. And, and share. Uh, share with your friends and click that thumbs up button. And don't threaten us with a good time. That's right. <laughs> See you next time. Bye, guys. Thank you.